Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of Shamelessly Unapologetic with me, your host, Alana Pinsky. So, I am back with another episode regarding work. I do talk about work a lot on this podcast because I feel like work and just talking about our jobs is something we pretty much do on a daily basis, right? And it's a great conversation starter. It pays for our means of living and it may or may not give us a sense of purpose in life depending on how much you like your job or not. But for me, I wanted to talk about unapologetically being a technical recruiter. And ever since I first started making a few videos regarding recruiting on my YouTube channel and how to find jobs in tech or what I've done as a recruiter, I've gotten a lot of comments and questions about how do you become a recruiter or recruiting coordinator? How did you get into recruiting? How do I even look for a job? All those questions, right? So I wanted to just share my experiences with how I got started with this field, why I chose recruiting, why I had made that switch specifically out of ABA. And I've already made an episode about why I left ABA. So feel free to listen to that episode next if you choose to do so. So when I was in college, I did this internship at a career center for youth ages 14 through 21. And I was basically like a career coach intern in a way. I was helping youth with like job search skills, how to interview better. I was helping them write resumes or editing resumes for them, helping them with college applications, helping them out with career exploration, which was actually one of my favorite things to do, by the way. I really liked that aspect of just like helping people find jobs or helping people feel better equipped for the job market. And that's sort of what like birthed my interest in wanting to go into recruiting just because I discovered this knack of wanting to help people. And I feel like as a recruiter, you do technically help people in a sense that you are the advocate for the candidate who is going through the process, guiding them, trying to help prepare them for the next steps so that they can succeed. And hopefully you can make a hire. And it's also a really rewarding feeling when you help a candidate get a really great job offer and they accept it and you've made their day and they can start a new job. So That was something that I found to be very appealing about recruiting in the first place. But it definitely wasn't easy to get into it at first. I remember when I graduated from my master's program, I knew that there were many doors that were open for me in terms of what I wanted to do for work. And HR and recruiting Definitely would be fine for what I was doing. I got a degree in family sciences, which has a lot of like human development and psychology mixed in with that. So I thought that could be a decent choice of a career for me post-grad school because I didn't have a clinical background to become a licensed marriage and family therapist, which is fun fact, 
that's what I wanted to do a long time ago and my dreams were kind of crushed and I talked about that um, in my episode when Kendall was on the podcast last year and so for me I decided to apply to a couple of recruiting agencies or I applied to some tech recruiting positions or recruiting coordinator positions and I pretty much just got rejected from all of them. And it was because like I didn't have the experience and I was feeling very frustrated and I was thinking, well, how does somebody even become a recruiter? Like, I just feel like this job cannot be that hard. Recruiting is definitely a very tough job, but I do think that you could pull anyone on the street, train them in the kind of knowledge that they need, and they could become a decent recruiter. And so the way that I ended up getting into recruiting was through luck. So for me, as I was desperately trying to leave my ABA job, I was actually starting to give up on my job search. I didn't know what I could transition into out of ABA. I knew that ABA was just something that I absolutely did not want to do. And because I had over two years of experience doing that, I didn't really have experience in anything else and I was just getting discouraged because I felt like nobody's going to want to take an ABA therapist. How and why would somebody want to take on somebody who's trying to make a total career change with no background? And I was thinking about giving it up and throwing the towel in and just trying to get a senior title added to my position and get a $1 raise, which is bullshit in my opinion. I mean, the company that I worked at pretty much sucked. And right as I was getting ready to move forward with that process, I had taken an exam or I was getting ready to take an exam. I had filed all the paperwork. I was ready to meet with my mentor and do this quiz. And then I get an email from someone who I still keep in touch with today. And it was an email that was sent to my personal email. And it said, come join Team Blank. I'm not going to reveal the name of the company. But I thought to myself, oh, what is this? It was a little spammy at first. It was a complete cold email. But at first I thought it was a company reaching out to me for a brand deal. And I thought, oh, wait, no, this isn't a brand deal at all. As I was reading through the email, this is actually for a job, a real job in San Francisco in tech recruiting and it's entry level. Yes, finally, I've always wanted to get into recruiting. Maybe this is my chance to finally get into tech recruiting. So. I replied back. I didn't know how they got my email, how they knew about me, and why I was being sourced for a technical recruiter since I had no background. But I went through the interview process and I actually did very well. I was able to make a great case and I really impressed them and I got hired. And I started with a couple of other folks. I had like a little small cohort and we were definitely very close. And we were trained for about two weeks on a lot of technical knowledge and how to actually be a tech recruiter, learning a little bit about like closing candidates, how to use our company's recruiting product, like our applicant tracking system, all of that good stuff. 
And it was definitely a really good training program. And this was the company that was very toxic that I had talked about a long time ago. But like I said, I will give credit where credit is due. They had a really good training program. And so maybe three weeks after I had started, they had already fired two of the people that started with me which is just unbelievably beyond crazy. And I was already starting to become terrified about working there because they were firing people left and right. People were quitting and dropping like flies. And I was starting to wonder if I had made the right decision. But I don't want to get too off topic here. So anyways, I was trained and I took on my first set of roles. And I think it took me maybe about three months until I got my first placement at that company and that was definitely a very exciting and special moment for me since I was going to be getting a little commission and I helped our company and you definitely get a lot of praise when you make a placement at your company and so I just felt like this was something that was really good for me that I felt like recruiting is where I wanted to be and then it was maybe about five months in to my role where I was really hating my company and I was just starting to see like the ugly side of agency recruiting and I realized that I like recruiting. I like talking to candidates. I like learning their story and what kind of things that they've done at their company that's made such an impact. But I don't like sales and that was a really tough decision. Um, I actually tried to leave within five months, but I couldn't. And I decided I was just going to stick it out as much as I could. And then when it came to like my one year mark, that's basically when I was like let go. And it was this whole mess. You know the story. <laughs> and if you don't know the story, again, watch the YouTube video that I made basically two years ago, crying on camera about how I lost that job. And how it forced me out of San Francisco. What a mess. But I realized like I wanted to go internal. I do like the people aspect of recruiting. I just don't like sales. I don't want to seem like this is about closing a sale. And not treating candidates as people. And just treating them as money. And that didn't sit right with me. So I tried my hardest to pretty much look for um, internal recruiting roles and it took me a while to get there but I got there and I got my first recruiting job um, through a connection actually and by first recruiting job sorry I mean like in-house opportunity and then I had another one and now I'm at another in-house company all startups that I've pretty much worked at and so yeah it's been a blast I absolutely love being an in-house recruiter there's just so much more that you have control over compared to being an agency recruiter. And basically, you have more control over your candidates. You can actually get a sense of where candidates are in the pipeline. And you can follow up with hiring managers as much as you want. And you can get a quicker answer compared to working at an agency where it could be days or weeks until you hear back from a hiring manager on what's going on with the candidate and where they are in the process and the communication is just a hot mess. So that is another reason as to why I really prefer 
being an internal recruiter and I don't have to worry about making placements all the time in order to keep my job because a lot of companies will fire you if you can't hit certain metrics. And don't get me wrong, internal recruiting still has its metrics, but it's completely different compared to how it's done in an agency. So that's kind of how I ended up in recruiting and how I got started with it. So a lot of people ask me, what is the best way to actually become a tech recruiter, especially if I don't have experience? Well, there are two things you can do. The first thing is to start off being a recruiting coordinator. And while I didn't have much luck applying to recruiting coordinating roles um, right out of grad school, I do think they're a lot easier to get than they were a few years ago. And I'll tell you why. A lot of recruiting coordinator roles require more like admin work or customer service or any kind of like scheduling experience. And it's a pretty entry level position. And some of them can pay really well depending on what company you work for. And I know that a lot of agencies work with Fang companies, Fang being Facebook, Apple, Amazon, Netflix, Google. And they hire a lot of contract gigs in recruiting, coordinating at those companies. And having a thing title on your resume looks really good. Even if it's just a contract, it can really get your foot in the door. And I will say conversion is very, like the chances are slim to none. Some people have been able to convert to full time and They do get all the benefits at working all those companies, but I wouldn't put your money on it if that's what you're looking for. But having that title on your resume does help a little bit and it can be really impressive. So working with agencies who are hiring contract recruiting coordinators at those companies is a great way to kind of get into recruiting or being a recruiting coordinator with maybe experience in HR or scheduling or admin or customer service work, that definitely looks really good on a resume if you're trying to make that switch. I will say, I think recruiting coordinators are in high demand right now. And I can tell you that being an RC is a very, very important job. And as someone who's worked at a company where I had to handle all the scheduling on my own without the help of a recruiting coordinator, it was such a mess. And it was so hard to manage my calendar and my candidates and my pipeline. And now the company that I work at has a recruiting coordinator and she is a lifesaver. And I just save so much time and not having to worry about scheduling candidates All I need to worry about is just knowing where they are in the pipeline, making sure I'm getting the feedback that I need, and scheduling initial phone calls with candidates. That's kind of like what I need to be worrying about. But once I decide that I want to move a candidate forward, I tell my recruiting coordinator about the steps, and then she takes care of it all, and that's it. It's really simple, and it's really refreshing. RCs are an important job. I think becoming a recruiting coordinator is definitely a great step to get into recruiting because a lot of recruiting coordinators 
can get promoted to being a technical recruiter. It just depends on what their career goals are. A lot of companies love to promote within. Now, it will depend on if the company is willing to train you on how to actually source and recruit technical candidates, but it's possible. It's totally possible. It happens all the time. That hasn't happened to me where I started off being an RC and then got promoted to being a tech recruiter pretty much because I already have tech recruiting experience. But it is possible and it does happen all the time. So that is one way you can do it. So like a subway of that one way is becoming a contractor at a fan company or just trying to apply with whatever kind of experience you have and using that as transferable skills. And then the other way to become a technical recruiter is to start off at an agency. And even though I had a bit of a horror story um, while working at an agency, that's not going to be the case with everybody. Some people really like sales and they're very motivated by money and they also get a lot of reward and satisfaction and from helping somebody land a really awesome job. And I will say Even though I did not enjoy my time as an agency recruiter, I absolutely loved my teammates and who I worked with. I really liked the candidates that I talked to. And I felt like I truly did learn a lot. And I felt like being an agency recruiter really prepared me well for working at an internal company and being able to hire candidates for a company that I actually work at and I was being taken more seriously but a lot of technical recruiting positions at agencies are pretty entry level you'll be surprised at how many agencies are starting to hire people fresh out of college they love that I wish I had applied to more recruiting agencies when I was looking I just didn't really know what I was doing. I think I only applied to a few and I just like never heard back. And maybe it was my resume or maybe they just weren't checking resumes. I don't know. But the point is going into an agency can be a great place to get your foot in the door. And a lot of internal companies do like seeing people who have agency experience. Some of them even prefer it before you even have internal experience. They really like knowing that you know how to manage clients and hiring managers, that you probably are very used to having a very high rec load and you have a high volume of calls and that you're really good at making your time worth it and that you're good at making placements and that they can trust you that you make hires and they want to know more about those metrics. So that's a really great way to get into recruiting. And that is what I tell people when they ask me, how do they become this? How do they become that? Whatever position it is in recruiting. And that's what I say. So for me, I definitely do not want to be a recruiter for the rest of my life. As some of you may or may not know, I really do want to be a full-time content creator, but I'm not there yet. And that's okay. Because I do like what I'm doing right now. I don't want to ever be a manager, as I personally think that just management is not for me, and I 
don't really feel comfortable having that level of authority over somebody else. But some people do want management. I think at most, I would like to have a senior or a lead title and then end my recruiting career there just because I hope within the next four years, I can have my own financial freedom working for myself and not for somebody else. But we'll see what happens. I truly am happy with where I am right now. I mean, knock on wood, it's only been a month, but I hope it stays that way. And there's going to be so much changes going on at my company that I'm excited to um, implement within our own recruiting process and then just other internal changes within the company regarding other things that I'm not really allowed to talk about here. But I'm just really excited to see what the future holds for my current company. And I'm very proud of the work that I'm doing. Recruiters are really high in demand now, y'all. So if you are looking for a job in recruiting, this is honestly the time to start applying to recruiting jobs because the market is hot right now. Everyone is starting to hire again. I feel like a lot of the pandemic layoffs, that is behind us now. Companies have rehired all the recruiting teams that they've laid off and Some people are even leaving recruiting and so they need to backfill those positions. So this is a really good time. And I definitely recommend you start looking ASAP because there's a very good chance you may get hired. So that's kind of my advice for you on how to be a recruiter. I definitely recommend you watch some of the videos that I talked about when it comes to job searching Because that can definitely help you in the process as well. And it can give you a great intel on like how recruiters think. Recruiters know so much more than the so-called career coaches or resume writers who have never been in recruiting to begin with. I will never stop going on a tangent about that. Because y'all, they make me so fucking mad. It's not even funny. But... I do think you'll find those videos useful, especially when it comes to wanting a role in recruiting. It's a great place to start. And eventually, as you gain more experience, you can get good money from it, even a six-figure salary. And who knows? Maybe you'll end up at a fan company and you'll have lots of stock. You'll make a good salary. You'll have a good environment. I feel like a lot of people want to work at fan companies. I actually, I don't know if I'll ever end up at a fan company or a big tech company. I am still kind of embedded into startup culture right now, but I hope one day that I do get to work at a top public company. That would be really cool. So with that being said, I'm going to end this episode here. I know nice, short and sweet, just like how I like to make my episodes for my podcast. But I really hope you did enjoy this episode and you learned a little bit from it. Also, make sure you do give the podcast a good rating on Apple Podcasts. And if you have a shameless, unapologetic experience you'd like to share, feel free to email the podcast at shamelesslyunapologeticpodcast at gmail.com. And feel free to follow us on Instagram at shamelesslyunapologetic. And with that, I will see you next week with a brand new episode. Bye.